Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. morning, my friends, and happy Friday. Yesterday, we talked about John the Baptist, and we were introduced to the Observe, Interpret, Apply method. This is a great Bible study tool that we will be illustrating as we go through Luke, and that you can also apply in your personal, private Bible study at home. It's a great way to understand scripture and also to see how it's applicable to you, how it's applicable to your life. And it's a great way, especially in a passage that may be overwhelming or confusing to kind of split it up so it's more understandable and more personal as well. So today we are in Luke chapter three, starting in verse seven, and I am reading from the ESV. He said, therefore, to the crowds that came out to be baptized by him. And again, this is John who is speaking. You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruits in keeping with repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So now that we have observed this scripture, let's dive into interpretation. One of the first things I noticed was, wow, this is harsh, John. You're speaking to these crowds so harshly. And to understand a little bit more about why he speaks in this way, we can actually go back to this same event in Matthew. So flipping back to Matthew chapter three in verse seven, this is again speaking of John at the same time when he was baptizing. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, you brood of vipers. And he goes on to speak about bearing fruit and the axe being at the root of the tree. So we see he's talking to the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the religious elite. Oftentimes their hearts was turned towards pride and greed rather than actual selfless love. So he calls them a brood of vipers and he begins to talk about bearing fruit. That bearing fruit is important in keeping with repentance. And if you remember yesterday, baptism is all about repentance. Yesterday, Luke described that John was proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, turning away from your sin and through faith in Christ, turning toward God and his salvation. And so John calls them out and he says, bear fruits in keeping with repentance because they were relying on their lineage. They said, we have Abraham as our father. But John says, you cannot rely on your lineage. 
Instead, God could raise up children for Abraham from stones. Even from the Gentiles, people who had no idea, God could raise up believers. So now that we have interpreted this section, let's talk about application. I think it's important to look at this and realize that your background in regards to religion doesn't matter. Even if you were raised in the most Christian home, you went to church every Sunday, every Wednesday, whatever it may be, that doesn't save you. Only faith in Christ saves you. And in the same way, if you grew up as an atheist or as part of another religion, that doesn't matter. Faith in Christ is what matters. He also talks about bearing fruit, saying that every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. And that should lead us to ask, what fruit are we bearing? Of course, we are still sinners, but when we have Christ, faith in him and his love in our hearts, that should be pouring out to our actions. So examining your own life, what fruit are you bearing? And what does that show? Is it showing your sin, which needs to be examined and then should lead you to repentance? Or is it showing the outflowing and the love of God? Continuing on in verse 10, and the crowds asked him, what then shall we do? And he, John, answered them, whoever has two tunics is to share with him who has none, and whoever has food is to do likewise. Tax collectors also came to be baptized. And a quick interpretation here, at the time tax collectors were viewed very, very poorly by the Jewish people because any profit they made was essentially skimmed off the top, taking advantage of the people they were collecting from. Tax collectors also came to be baptized and said to him, teacher, what shall we do? And he said to them, collect no more than you are authorized to do. Soldiers also asked him, and we, what shall we do? And he said to them, do not extort money from anyone by threats or by false accusation and be content with your wages. So as we saw with our quick interpretation about tax collectors, we can compare what we're reading to the historical context. And as we saw earlier, as we looked back to Matthew or even earlier on in Luke chapter 3, we can also compare what we're reading to other scriptures. How can we understand what these conversations that the crowds are asking John, how can that relate to our lives? As I look at these questions, I see people asking practical questions. What should I do? How should I live? And John gives practical answers. And I think this goes back to that idea of bearing fruit. The idea that whoever has two tunics or has food should share. That is an outpouring of love. That is not a hoarding in greed. Or the tax collectors and the soldiers, he tells them both, essentially be content with your wages, telling the soldiers not to extort money. So we should not be acting out of self-serving, but out of selflessness and serving God above all else. So again, I hope you enjoyed looking into Observe, Interpret, Apply. Let me know if you use that in your own private study and how that goes for you. 
I will see you tomorrow morning. I am so proud of you for starting with scripture. If you enjoy these free podcasts, please consider contributing to the ministry at Hesed Heart. You can do this through the Anchor app or by visiting hesedheart.com slash give. You can also visit hesedheart.com for even more resources, including faith-based yoga and Bible-based meditations.